Welcome back to the podcast, guys. And today we're going to be going over uh, diving watches and why you shouldn't have um, extraordinary level uh, uh, diving watches like the Sea Dweller or the Deep Sea or JLC's Master Compressor, etc. serviced uh, without uh, knowing the proper details of the water testing process. So first and foremost, the customer is always important, okay? The customer and their specific uh, profession is extremely important. And I say this in the sense where sometimes if you are a professional diver and you, let's say, use a Rolex Sea Dweller or you use a Deep Sea or you use, like I said before, the JLC Master Compressor or any sort of diving watches, very, very important is your profession, you should not cheap out on a service if the watch is dependent if you are dependent on the watch for your profession okay so this goes to military personnel this goes to uh, professional divers anyone that actually uses the specific functions on a watch to the utmost pedigree of the level of the watch um, that you're buying right so if you're a professional diver I do not, do not recommend you ever getting that watch uh, serviced at an independent level where they do not have the proper testing uh, materials or proper testing machines to, um, to, to ensure that the watch is water resistant to that level, okay? And before I get bashed in by a lot of you guys on the internet, I want to preface this by saying I'll be the first person that most people will come to for these watches. And I'll be also be the first person to tell them, send it to the manufacturer. Okay. Here's why. For the most part, when you are testing a regular, when you're testing a regular, uh, let's say, uh, water-resistant watch, let's say a Tag Heuer or let's say a, a Rolex, um, we have a machine that can do that. Right, we can have we have a machine uh, like the Fathometer or like the Roxer, where we can test up to a thousand two hundred and twenty meters. Let's say um, that's the that's the depth of the level of that's the depth of the level of the machine's capabilities. Right, so though the, the Fathometer and the Roxers and and, so, and 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 the like, right, are able to test your common diving watches like the Submariner, right. Uh, where let's just say it's 300 meters of uh, water resistance, and that's great. And and your average person will never even get down that deep. And I preface this by saying that we service those watches. Most people service those watches. A lot of almost everybody in independent level can test watches like that if they have the proper machines, and that is great. Now, where I draw the line at is. Um, extremely deep diving watches like the sea dweller or the deep sea and 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 like right um the reason being is that the machines to test for that level of water resistance that the watch is designed for is ridiculous like the cost for that machine is 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 be sometimes beyond comprehension okay and the fact that not everybody is ever going not it's not a common watch that you're going to get in so it's not like on a watchmaker's level you're going to make your money's ba- uh, you're not going to make your money back when you buy that machine let's just say 
So, for example, if I bought a Roxer or a Fathometer, and let's say I service a lot of Rolex Submariners, then yeah, you know, if I after I service X amount of Submariners, I know I'm gonna make my money back by buying those machines. But if I bought, let's just say, I'm gonna throw out a random number. Let's say I bought out a, uh, let's say I bought a machine that can actually test the deep sea and the sea dwellers' level of capabilities and, and water resistance. And let's just say the machine costs fifty thousand dollars, and that's probably on the cheap end. Let's just say, right, fifty thousand dollars. How many deep seas and sea dwellers am I gonna get in for me to recoup my investment for that fifty thousand dollars? And when you look at it that way, let's just say how much does a sea dweller and a deep sea uh, overhaul cost? You might be looking at about average a thousand and some change, give or take. That means I have to have about 50 watches come in, assuming all the profit, assuming every single thing, I, like I put the entire uh, re- repair cost right to the machine. I have to have 50 watches come in just for me to recoup my, 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 my investment. And the best way I can tell you is there's not many people out there with professional level diving watches like the sea dweller, the deep sea, or that level of capability. Now, a lot of people buy those watches, but not a lot of people actually even ever go that deep in the ocean. So when I start this off, uh, it's very, very important that um, you guys understand the background, the finances, right? So when you are, when you bring it to an independent level, let's just say you are a uh, uh, you know professional diver and you, or you do research, uh, or you you know you're uh, you do research in the sense where you you guys always go that deep for you know a- analyzing, observing, yada yada yada, and you rely on that specific watch to get you done that far. Now, if you bring your watch to a independent level watchmaker. Um, who is, I can guarantee you probably, uh, let's just say, uh, assuming everything is perfect in the world, assume, let's just say he, he can definitely work on it. Let's say he can fix that. Great. But he can't test that level of water resistance on your watch uh, at, in the sense where the watch is designed for it. You know, like the deep sea, the sea dweller, I'll be the first person to turn them away because I don't have that machine. And honestly, if you rely on the level of water resistance, if your life depends on it, your profession, your career depends on it, I would rather get that done the right way, okay? And for something like that, you should send it to the manufacturer. You should make sure that the watch is water resistant again. You should make sure the watch is, 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 has gone through the proper testing and not just somebody disassembling your, your watch and the movement overhauling the movement and just putting it back in and calling it a day, right? Um, most <clears throat> shoddy independent workers will prey on you guys as a customer because you guys don't know any better, let's just say. So let's just say they test the watch. Actually, let's say you give them a deep sea or sea dweller to overhaul, and they tell you, oh, it's going to be this amount of cost, and you're like, wow, that's actually pretty good pricing, so, and you get it serviced. Now, you get it back, and the watch is running fine, the watch is running great, and you get it back. You know, it's polished. It's everything's the whole shebang. Um, the problem here is that the independent watchmaker probably tested it on his Roxer, his Fathometer, probably tested it on his dry pressure test machine, um, and it passed that level of test, right? Uh, it passed the average level of water resistance that most people would go to, and what I'm trying to say here is that 
that watch is designed for much more than what your average person will go through. And unless you go through that depth of, uh, of the deep sea or the sea dweller, you will never know whether your watch is water resistant at an independent level. Now, I recommend you getting that fixed over at the manufacturer's uh, uh, level of specifications so that that stuff can be tested. As a watchmaker in the field, I'll be the first to tell you, I see a lot of independent watchmakers servicing watches like these, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. And maybe you will never ever go that depth, and you will never realize it. You will never know. But what I see when I see people servicing watches like that is that they 95% of the time do not have the proper testing machines to test that level of water resistance. And that's a little rant I have here. Um, I had a uh, someone message me on Instagram, right? <clears throat> and he said that his independent watchmaker service is deep sea, yada, yada, yada. And he depends on it, kind of. And long story short, um, he asked me if the price, he asked me if everything was okay. He asked me if the pricing was okay. Um, and I told him the truth because honestly, this is something that I see a lot. And, and I know, for, I, I know, and look, I'm not. I don't want to generalize the whole picture, but most independent watchmakers do not have that level of finance or resource to purchase a machine that can test the same levels of the deep sea or the sea dweller. And knowing that, it's very hard to kind of see how they can recoup their investment and or if they can even test that level of water resistance. At most, let's say they have the rocks or the fathometer, they'll be testing that deep sea or sea dweller to 1,220 meters at most, right? And that's probably more than anybody will ever go through. But if your level, if your profession, your career depends on that, I do not want to leave that to chance. I would not want to leave that to chance. I wouldn't even assume, like, I, I, I don't want to leave any margin for error. That is my point. Anyway, that's just a little rant today, guys. And I hope that you guys uh, understand where I'm coming from when I say stuff like that. If your profession depends on your watch, get your watch done the right way find out um find out how much it costs and look if you if your profession your career and your life depends on it it is well worth the money that you're putting into it well worth it i wouldn't want a breitling emergency watch be serviced at an independent level if that makes any sense now there is uh, you can get the breitling emergency watch service at an independent level so for those of you who don't know who the, what the breitling emergency watch is let's just say all right um the breitling i'll just give you a quick recap a breitling emergency watch is a watch that you wear on your wrist and god forbid you ever get lost there's a gps tracking system that if you pull the antenna out it will send out an sos and the near the, the most the closest you know uh, uh the closest group, uh, the cl- closest aircraft will come and, and pick you up, long story short. Now, for something functioning at that level of emergency, let's just say, that that level of crisis, do you want to leave that to chance when you bring it to an independent watchmaker? Or do you want it to service the right way so that you know when you need it, you can depend on it? And that's just my... That's just my thought process behind it, and I know Breitling handed out, uh, I know Breitling handed out uh, repair kits and stuff like that to certain individuals. So I'm not saying everybody, but for the most part, uh, when your life depends on it and your profession career depends on it, the last thing you want to do is live to chance. Okay, 
anyway i think that's it for today guys uh hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and if you have any questions or if you guys want to send in anything please feel free to message me on instagram or facebook and like always i hope you guys have a phenomenal day take care